Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we're going to be continuing our study through Psalms, and this is an interesting one because we are going through Psalm 116 all the way through Psalm 120. Now, of course, this means that we have come through Psalm 119 today, which is the longest chapter of Scripture. And if you are keeping up in your scripture reading, reading those five chapters a day, you recognize that, that this is the longest chapter that is within the scriptures. It is a long chapter. But it's also interesting because in this Bible reading, you also get the shortest chapter of scripture, and that is Psalm 117. And so today, we're going to be focusing in on a couple portions of Psalm 119, but we're going to be reading also... Psalm 117, because why not, as we're going to be focusing in on the longest and the shortest chapter of Scripture. But like I said, we're just going to be going over a few verses in Psalm 119. And so we're going to start off by reading Psalm 117 today. But before we do that, I do want to remind you uh, to subscribe at shoutsofgrace.substack.com. Once again, that's shoutsofgrace.substack.com. And there you can keep up to date with all of the notifications that will be coming in uh, via email and all of that fun stuff. So go ahead and subscribe there. But let's check this out here, Psalm 117. And it says this, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him, all you peoples, for his mercy, excuse me, for his merciful kindness is great towards us, and the truth of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Now, we're not going to go really far into this in Psalm 117, but I do want to just point out here that phrase, the truth of the Lord endures forever. You know, real truth and the truth that God brings, which is real truth, it does endure forever. He doesn't change his mind. He doesn't change the truth, but it actually continues on and it truly does endure forever. And we need to remember that. And that's a good lead up to Psalm 119 because Psalm 119, it's all about the word of God. Whether we're talking about the Bible, whether we're talking about the Word of God, the statutes of God, the judgments of God, or the law of God, it goes and it says those phrases over and over and over again all throughout Psalm 119. When you read that, you're just going to notice all of the times that it is referencing how great God's Word is. And I want you to notice that as we read Psalm 119, 1 through 16, and then we go and we read 97 through 112. So we're going to read a few chapter or a few portions of this chapter here, but uh, we're going to start in verse 1 of Psalm 119. And it says this, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. They have commanded us, excuse me, you have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. Then I would not be ashamed. When I look into all of your commandments, I will praise you with the uprightness of heart. When I learn of your righteous judgments, I will keep your statutes. Oh, do not forsake me utterly. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. 
Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart, that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies. As much as in all riches, I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Wow. We we look at that right there, and I mean, just that section, there is all kinds of references to God's word, whether it's his precepts, his statutes, his testimonies, his judgment, his words. We see that that is incredible. And I also want you to notice here when it says, uh, who seeks him with their whole heart. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. And then we look at this here, your word I've hid my heart that I might not sin against you. What are we doing with our inner being, with our inner life? Are we seeking the Lord with our whole heart? Are we going and memorizing God's word, hiding God's word in our hearts so that we might not sin against him? You know, The condition of your heart and how your heart is doing, the health of your spiritual heart, we look at that. That is so important. Your heart is your inner person, who you really are. With your inner person, who you really are, do you seek God with your whole of who you are, of your whole heart? Do you seek to infuse God's word or to hide God's word into your heart so that you might not sin against God? Or do you kind of enjoy sin so you don't want to go and get weapons created in your life so that you can go and take on the enemy of sin in the flesh and the devil in your life? You need to be going and memorizing the word of God. You need to be doing that. I love verse 9 when it says, How can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to your word? You know, it's not just about knowing God's word. It's not just even about hiding God's word in our heart, but it is about taking heed. It's about obeying it. It's about applying it to our life. And of course, James, uh, in in James chapter 1, it talks about this, that we're not to just be a hearer of the word, but a doer also, because if you're only a hearer, what does that mean? It means that you deceive yourself. If you're only a hearer of God's word, then you deceive yourself. And then you think of what Jesus said, and Jesus said, the wise man builds his house upon the rock, the foolish man builds his house upon the sand. But what does he say? He says, I I will liken uh, a person who hears my word and does it to a wise man, somebody who hears God's word and does it. They're a wise person who are building a house on a rock. But the foolish person, he says, that's somebody who goes and hears his word but doesn't do it. It is so important that you are applying God's word to your life, that you're actually doing God's word. But I will just point out one more thing. That means there's somebody who's worse than a fool, and that's someone who chooses not to listen to God's word at all, because the foolish man, he hears God's word, but then he doesn't do it. But let's continue on. I want to skip down to uh, verse 97, and I'm going to read verses 97 through 112. In this first section here, Uh, In 97 through 100, it's really interesting because it it really shows you how you can know more than your teachers, more than the ancients, and more than your enemies. 
and it's all connected to God's Word. So if you're seeking knowledge, seeking to uh, grow in knowledge, well, that means you need to grow in God's Word. But let's, let's read it. It says this, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. You, through your commandments, made me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients, because I keep your precepts. I have restrained my feet from every evil way, that I might keep your word. I have not departed from your judgments, for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet, and a light to my path. I have sworn and confirmed that I will keep your righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, I pray, the freewill offering of my mouth. O Lord, and teach me your judgments. My life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not strayed from your precepts. Your testimonies I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. We see here, if you want to know more than your enemies or be wiser than your enemies, which is, that, that's, a, that's a pretty important thing. And of course, if you want to have more understanding than your teachers, and if you want to have more understanding than the ancients, those who came before you, then you need God's word infused into your life. It, it says this, Oh, how I love your laws, my meditation all the day. You through your commandments have made me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts. So what is this here that it's saying? It's saying that God's word needs to be in your mind. It is my meditation all the day. And then... Also, the testimonies need to be in your mind as well, but then it also needs to be in your actions because I keep your precepts. I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep your word. You know, we need to make sure that God's word is in our mind and is in our actions. And if God's word is in our mind and it's in our actions, what is going to be the result? Well, the result is that you're going to be wiser than your enemies, and you're going to have more understanding than your teachers and those who have come before you, the ancients. It's attached to God's Word. So do you live your life inside of God's Word? You know, it's been said, I think it was Charles Spurgeon who said, uh, we should visit many books often, but we should live inside the Bible. And that is really something that is true. We should be going and making sure that the book we're reading most, the book that we're reading most often, the book that we're being most consistent in reading is the Word of God. Now, it continues on, and it comes to Psalm uh, 105, or 119.105, and it says, you know, a familiar passage of Scripture here, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. You know, it's not just that God's Word helps us to know more than our teachers and the ancients, to be wiser than our enemies. It obviously uh, keeps us 
uh, from sin, makes it so that we can uh, you know, cleanse our way, but it also is a guide in our life. You know, if you're looking for direction in your life, the simple question is, have you gone to God's Word? Have you gone to God's Word? Because God's Word will shed light on the direction of your life so that you might be able to avoid some tragedies and so that you might be able to know exactly where to go. We need to make sure that God's Word is a leading principle, the leading principle of our life. And I really love verse 107 as well, as it says this, I'm very afflicted, or excuse me, I'm afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. You know, when we look at revival, and there's a lot of talk about revival today, but do we want revival based on our terms and what we want to see, or do we want revival based on God's word? You know, there are a lot of people I've noticed today who they want their kind of revival. They, they, they want their agenda to be done. They want uh, a, a revival to accomplish their means and their desires. But God's sense of revival is found right here. Oh, Lord, revive me according to your word. That means go and transform my heart so that it matches your word. And that's what I will consider revival. I love that. I love that. Then it finishes up here in verses 111 and 112. It says, Your testimonies I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. You know, we started off by talking about the heart. And is God's word the rejoicing of your heart? Think about that for a moment. Is God's word the rejoicing of your heart, or do you rejoice in something else? And then it says in verse 112, I've inclined my heart to perform your statutes. Those are the little laws, the lesser laws, the little things, not, not lesser of importance, but in the sense of it's the subpoint in the legal paragraph. Is your heart inclined to obey even the smallest details of what God wants for your life. That's how our heart should be. This is how you should treat God's Word. This is, this is the mindset that you should have towards God's Word. This is the love and appreciation that you should have for God's Word. It's found in Psalm 119. So I hope that your life is dwelling in the Word of God. Well, thank you for listening today, and remember Joshua 1, 8, 9, as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you, wherever you go. And while we trust in Jesus, sometimes he leaves us, waiting for his hand to move. But even in darkness, we hold to the promise There's nothing we can't overcome So that war you've been fighting will end in God's timing Sing like the battle's been won Then you feel it, the song that is rising Then you can't help
Something.